0: Women Taking the Lead, Episode One Fifty Four. You are enough. You are enough, and you can have and do and be whatever you can dream.
1: Hello, my name is Jody Flynn, and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self doubt, so you can lead with confidence, integrity. And a sense of humor head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey now your future awaits so let's get started hello everyone and thank you for joining us today i'm here with anne stephanie who at 53 faced a life-threatening illness her biggest fear was dying without fulfilling her purpose her work has always been service Now she brings skills and wisdom from two careers and extensive life experience to serve women and empowers women to shine, joyfully living their purpose and proudly creating their legacy. They break through limiting beliefs, effects of trauma, and of aging to be free. When not working, you can find her at the beach, swimming with the whales, and traveling. I love that, Anne. But that, of course, is just (laughs) a little bit about you. So tell us a little bit more about you and your own humble beginnings.
0: Thank you, Jodi. Yes, I'd love to do that. So my father was a teacher, and my mom was a stay-at-home, and I was the eldest child. So I was brought up with an authoritarian parent and a somewhat submissive parent and the result of that was that i felt not good enough and somehow not quite acceptable as i was so what that meant was that as i as i grew older i was i came became a people pleaser in order to get that attention and that affection and that love that i wanted and that acceptance and at the same time, inside, I became quite rebellious. So, by the time I was in my 20s, I'd experienced sexual assault. I was living with somebody who was uh, quite an out picture of my rebellious side, in that he, he was not from the right side of the tracks, if you know what I mean. And that was fine until the first time. He hit me, and I did what so many women do. I made excuses for him. I blamed myself. I turned up to work and told lies to cover up a black eye, and I, it took a little while before I just one day woke up and went, what? am I doing? What what is going on here? Get out. And so I, I got some big lessons from that. I learned that I deserve better. I learned that I needed to treat myself better. And then in the leaving, I learned how strong I was. And I also learned that I didn't need a man to validate me and so that's part of my early years.
1: Wow. And you are not that same woman today. Oh, no. (laughs) And I'm curious, because I know, I know, I haven't had the personal experience, but I have had friends who've had that experience. And I know, like, for all of them, it was a journey, you know, from it first happening, right? Like, getting hit, making the excuses, rationalizing, trying to make everything okay to, you know, the, the awakening that this is not okay. I don't feel good about this. You know, I'm, I'm not in a good place and, and, you know, strategizing and planning how to get out of that relationship and then heal themselves so that they get back to, or rediscover the woman that they were before all of this happened, and actually, for all of them, it's been a, a stronger sense of who they are, and more confidence and more self love. What were what were some of the the stages that you went through to get out of this relationship and come back to yourself?
0: Hmm, that's a good question because you're right; it's quite a journey. Partly, I was. I guess part, partly I was enabled because I, at the same time that this was happening, I had a career, and so I was surrounded in that by people who weren't going through what I was going through. So I did have that as a the comparison, you know, and mm-hmm. so that helped a lot. And once I made the decision, and that, and it was it was a quick. I mean, it took a long time to get to that decision, but once I made it, there was no turning back. It was like something inside me just snapped. And so I immediately left. And I was fortunate I sp- because I had work that I could support myself. So I wasn't trapped in that way. I had support from people I worked with once I told them what had happened and what that I was leaving. So those things were definite, definite pluses. And then on the other hand, Uh, Or not on the other hand, but as well as, I started a big, long journey of healing. I studied many things. I studied emotional release. I studied methods for working with the mind. I moved to a new job. I moved to a new town. There were lots of things I did to take me on that journey. And yes, it took a while. It took a while to um, forgive myself as well for staying as long as I did or for getting into that situation in the first place. Although over time, I can see uh, the gifts. You know, that sometimes you have to wait for them. Something happens and you look back later and go, oh, I see. Mm. If that hadn't happened I would never have realized how strong I was or I would never have developed the empathy that I have for other women in similar situations. I would never have developed compassion. All kinds of good things grow. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's, all, you know, um, I, I think of the Franklin Covey training where they, they talk about, like, you know, friction, that oftentimes it's, it's through friction that we uncover you know, our greatest gifts, and we strengthen ourselves. Um, And it's hard to see it when you're in the midst of it, especially when everything's so confusing and unknown. And, you know, you're not feeling that great. But it's always in retrospect that we look back and go, if I hadn't had that experience, I wouldn't have realized X, Y, Z. And you gave great examples of compassion, empathy, strength, wouldn't have realized all of those things about myself. And, you know, Annie, it's such uh, juxtaposition, because I see um, you out on social media. And where you are now is you are leading such a joyful life. You're like every picture I see of you, you have this bright, big smile, you're active, you have a lot of pictures, and you do posts about being outdoors and with people and with animals. And it, it you know, Where you've come to is so amazing. So Anne, I can see you're at a place in your life now where you just have so much confidence and joy. And I know from our conversation before we hit record, that was the story you wanted to share in regards to your playing small moment. And and that's a big one. You've come so far since then. So I'm going to segue right into a time in your journey when you had a wake-up call or an aha moment. For some people, it's instantaneous. They have a a light bulb moment where everything becomes clear. And for some people, it kind of dawns on them over time. But there's always a moment when action is taken. So take us back to that moment and share with us the steps you took that led to your success. All
0: right, Jodi, I can do that. So I knew I was sick. I'm in my 50s and I've and I knew that I was not well. And I finally decided that I should do something about that. And I'm sitting in the doctor's rooms waiting for him to call me in for the results of a test that I've had. And I go into his room and sit down and he looks, points up onto the wall and he's got some nice big glossy pictures up there of a healthy liver, a not quite so healthy liver, a very sick liver and cirrhosis. And then he looked at me and he said, you are one step away from cirrhosis. You are, you are not well. And I realized at that time, at that moment, it was way worse than I thought and I didn't want to die because my worst fear was that, what if I died and I haven't done what I came to the planet to do? And so life became very precious at that point and I realized what a gift it was and I realized it's not a given. And I don't have time to be cruising along thinking, you know, one day I'm going to find out whatever this, this purpose is that I have. I've got to find it now. And so that was a big aha moment for me. There was no time to waste. I had a year where I had to have treatment and I had a 40% chance it would work. So the first thing I did was I decided I had to be in that 40%. There was no question that I was not going to be in that 40%. So I really discovered how determined and strong I can be and I am because I had to be. And then once I was cleared and in the 40%, then I started more travel and more study because I knew, despite all the work that I had done prior, I wasn't totally healed. I mean, I'd healed that physical issue, but my belief is that by the time we have a physical issues, they're already long embedded in our emotional issues. And so I realized that I may well have healed that physical issue, but I still had emotional and energy healing to do. So I studied I traveled, I studied with shamans, I learned to be a sound healer. And this is this was a long journey too. This was quite a few years of doing this. And I grew, I felt like I was healing, but there was still part of me that knew there was more. And when I found the work that I now do, I knew I'd found what I was looking for. Because now I could really heal me and now I could really contribute to other women's lives in a, in the most powerful, effective way.
1: I love that. You know, it's normally, um, and I want to underscore for most of the business owners that I've worked with, um, there's always that story of something happened in their life and they gained new understanding and new skills, and then they're driven to give that to other people like it it's you know there there's a, there's a lot of cliches around it, you know out of your pain comes your passion, out of your mess comes your mission, right It's usually something that mm-hmm. has happened in our own lives that creates that driving force to make sure other people don't experience what we experience or don't experience it the same way that we can help them learn faster, heal faster, um, get to that point of of joyfully living a lot sooner than we did, and that's what I'm hearing in your story.
0: Absolutely correct. Absolutely. And and the other thing, the other piece of that, Jody, is that they say, another cliche, but the healed healers are the most mm-hmm. powerful because they have the empathy. And people recognize that. They recognize, oh, that person knows exactly what I'm going through or knows exactly what's happening because... Oh, they've been there. Yeah. And that's a big part.
1: Yeah. Everybody wants to be understood. Yes. Awesome.
0: Exactly. And understood from knowing.
1: Yes. Like, I get it. And Anne, what I want everyone to get is there is no one way to lead. We're all different. We're all going to lead differently because we've had, like like you, have had different life experiences than other people. You have different strengths. You see the world a little bit differently. And so that's going to impact how you lead others. So Anne, how would you describe your leadership style?
0: Well, because, Jody, I am very empathic and I'm also very free-spirited. I believe it's really important that I lead with my why because that's my heart and my spirit. So when you know why you're doing something, everything else falls into place so much easier. The how you do and the what you do are, the, are like the pieces that support the why. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I lead with is my why and then finding people who resonate with that.
1: Mm -hmm. And actually, this has been research that companies that are very successful are very clear on their why. They're clear on their company values and their mission. And the reason for this is when they're clear on... I should say there's two components. They're very clear on it and they train and create a culture around their why and their mission and values such that when the unexpected happens... Every person who works for that company knows how to respond because it doesn't matter how or what you do. It just matters that it's in alignment with the bigger mission so that you know how to handle things. And oftentimes when I'm working with business owners and they have stress around, you know, going on vacation or being away You know, one of the questions I ask is, are your employees very clear on what the mission is, what the values are, such that if something unexpected happens while you're away, they'll know how to respond to it. And a lot of them say no. So as a leader, knowing what Uh your why is and what your mission is makes a huge difference. And actually, that kind of segues into the next question I want to ask you, Anne, which is what is the biggest leadership or business challenge that you're faced with right now?
0: That's a good question. So, Jody, i i want to create a planetary movement of women who are shining, who are thriving, who are living their purpose joyfully, who are creating their legacy proudly, and so I guess that's that's my vision, and it's also my challenge. Is that's that's the biggest challenge I have? Is I want to set that up. I want that happening. I had a vision where I saw kind of like light bulbs going on all over the planet. And for me, that was that was a woman shining, coming into her power and shining and and creating this network of light around the planet. I love that. So that's my challenge.
1: <laughs> and you know what? That's uh, going right into my next question, which is what is one thing you're working on right now that you're really excited about? Because I know this will have to do with... Delivering on that mission. So, what is that one thing, Anne? That is exactly right. Well, I'm I'm doing this podcast Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) and getting the message out there, (laughs) and that's the kind of things I'm setting up to do is is get more more messages out there, more people hearing. Yes, let's join this movement. And I'm also a member of an online learning platform. Exactly to build a movement and that's what i'm working on so that i know how to build this movement from people who have built a movement mm mm-hmm.
1: and you've got a lot on your plate right now i know you're doing a lot to get the the message out there that this is what you're working on you know so it all starts to come together and get more clear but what i'm always interested in is the support system like who supports you in your business so that you can do what you do and do more of it
0: mm. well we need we all need support so that was a good question Jodi. and we need to learn from have support from and learn from people who know so i have a coach and a mentor who guides me in all things business I have another body and fitness coach because at the moment I'm also doing a 12-week optimization body program. I have many who support me in the actual work that I do. It's relatively new, so we support each other to get that word out, this, this kind of practices that I do. And I'm a member of some very active Facebook groups which are women's groups who
1: are supporting women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's incredibly important as a business owner, especially to have a lot of support from other people and accountability uh, because it can get tough. It can get overwhelming. We have have moments of self-doubt. Uh, we can, you know, hit confusion, overwhelm, all of that stuff. And our coaches, our accountability partners, and our communities of women can help us to get over that hump, get clear calm down, uh, and then take the next step. So that is fantastic. It sounds like you have a pretty rock-solid support system in place for you. So, Anne, now I'm going to do a quick leadership roundup. So tell us, what is one practice you have that helps to make you a better leader?
0: Meditate, Jody. I meditate. Apart from all the benefits, the well-known benefits that meditation has, it also, for me, it creates space for ideas to appear for inspiration to come through for answers to become clear and for the steps that i need to take so that's a really important part of my day i do a little bit in the morning and a little bit in the evening and that it just it just makes space in me for for knowing what's next
1: and what is one book that you would recommend to a woman to help her develop her leadership that is a very
0: difficult question because there are so many, there are so many to choose from. But I, I am very impressed at the moment with Simon Sinek, and it's start with your why. Mm-hmm. That just so resonated with me. It's how you identify your passion and your purpose, and that really that's what drives us.
1: And and what advice would you give your younger self?
0: Mm. my younger self, you are enough. You are enough and you can have and do and be whatever you can dream.
1: And share with us a success quote or a mantra and why it has meaning for you.
0: Yes, well, (laughs) this is from Steve Jobs. And he said, If today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? And that has so much meaning for me and it totally, obviously rebounds immediately to my moment in the doctor's surgery. But it's also a beautiful thing to ask each day because it, it makes you stay on track. You stay on track when you ask yourself that question. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. And if there are some things you don't want to be doing today, like, can you delegate them? Can you, st- or, or like take them off, you know, take them off the agenda, re-examine what the priorities are. I love that. I love this quote. And lastly, Ann, what is the best way for this community to connect with you?
0: I have, there's a website page that they can go to, especially for your listeners. It's com slash podcast. And then I have a website, annstephanie.com, and a Facebook page, The Ann Stephanie.
1: (laughs) I love that. It's The Ann Stephanie. That's right. Not to be mistaken for any other, (laughs) Ann Stephanie. And for you who's listening, you can find all of the links and resources shared at this episode at womentakingthelead.com if you put Ann, A-N-N-E, in the search bar. Her show notes page or the blog that accompanies this episode will come right up and you can find all of the places to find her. And Anne, thank you so much for taking the time to inspire and enlighten us. We are all better for having met you. Jody, it was my
0: absolute pleasure and, and honor to be on this program. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Are you ready to take the lead in your own life but need some support? Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash contact to introduce yourself. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us.